Like what's going on? This is the Can't Focus podcast where we focus on everything and nothing at the same time. I go by the name of Martin Hopeful. You can find me at Martin Hopeful. What's on going Instagram? on, y'all? Go by the name of Alive, and you can find me at Alive Raps. What up? What up? What up? It's your boy Kano. You can find me at Kano Music. That's K A N O E Music. Let's Gotta get spell it. Spell that one out, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, intuitive. All right. I uh, just want to welcome back all our repeat listeners. Welcome our new listeners. Yep. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube, you know, go down there, right, right, right down there, right where it says subscribe. Mm-hmm. Subscribe right there. You know, follow us on Spotify. We on Spotify right now, uh, guys. I didn't tell y'all we on Google Podcasts right now. Hey, so if you sir. prefer your podcast on Google, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. You can follow us on there. And uh, yeah, man, thank you for listening. Man, you know, it's crazy. You. I didn't even know Google had a podcast app. And thank yeah. you for being a friend. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I'm just getting them all out the way. Yeah. So, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> first, first two minutes. You're really using it up well. Good job. <laughs> you let's uh, let's get let's let's get started right into it. So last week we said that we was going bookmark an issue, not an issue, a topic. I don't know why I said issue. We said bookmark a topic and come right back to it. So that uh. That topic is Kanye West. Oh, Yo, buddy. Shout Kanye, out to Kanye, man. Shout out to Kanye. Kanye Tudor. Yo, I remember um, College Dropout when that first came out. I was like one of the first CDs I, I went by myself to the Yo. store to buy. When you could buy CDs, kids, yes. When you could actually buy CDs at a, at the mall. Yo, and not for Apple nothing. Music. That's crazy. I remember. I remember when he was just an up and coming artist, yo. Like he was just the beat maker that tried to rap, and uh, here we are today. He's a presidential candidate, yo. A presidential <laughs> candidate. You could do anything if you put your mind to it, y'all. Yeah, maybe but he's don't, not really a presidential candidate. Maybe don't clap for that. I don't know. I yeah, but I I at least for me, I I can't see how there is a. Uh, actual way for him to be a serious candidate at this point in the race i'm not saying Mm. that you know it's nothing on like anyone could be a presidential candidate you know what i mean like so you know kanye can too but it's just you know fam like we we just hit august you know we're voting in a few months like i just don't see how that's gonna happen so especially after his last Situation, which I think we're gonna get into. Well, whether you like it or not, Alive, he did yep. have a rally. He and did. His rally was trending a couple weeks ago. It definitely was. Probably and not for the best situation, best things, huh? I mean, and it's leaked over to like a couple of days ago, right? Like TMZ is still covering that uh, they they found him and Kim in Wisconsin at the Wendy's. I don't know if y'all seen the picture of Kim crying. No, you know this was a, just a few days ago. So this this whole situation has a it has been a, a two weeks long. Whatever's happening, yeah. whether it's a stunt, it's a very whether it's a rollout right now, yeah, whether it's a rollout for music or as a, a, a episode he's having, it's lasted a while. So let's get to the root, not the root, or the beginning of this uh, when it started. Uh, when he held his rally, I think, in my opinion, that's when. Uh, 
people started worrying about him because I think beforehand the idea was like, oh, that's just Kanye being Kanye. You know, Kanye saying he's running for president and he's not even illegible in New York and Texas, which are like big states for the Electoral College. And, you know, that's just him being him. But then the rally happened and he said some things at this rally. You know, I don't know, Martin, you want to like start off the first quote that he said? Well, I actually want to start by saying this. Not that, not that, you know, like, I mean, he said a lot of things that were kind of off. That was off-putting for a lot of people, but honestly, there was there was some things that was coherent that wasn't trending at all that he was talking about. Things about agriculture, things about um, global warming, and, and, and just really the the idea about how we need to unify as a people. Um, so so there is some there's some areas that weren't even that's not even being trended at all. It's just the so, really bad things. But I'm not the, not to say. That, you know, what he said should not, like, the bad things he said should not be trending. I'm just saying, let's call a spade a spade. And it's like, like, he, if we're going to trend on that, let's trend on on the, some, some of the things that, that was good. Well, um, which kind of leads me to, which kind of leads me to believe that it's more than just him being unprepared and whatever. I think that there's something deeper mentally, emotionally for him that he's not getting open about. Like, he's there, but he's not all the way there. Like, like I don't know if y'all saw the, the, the movie Get Out. Where they had like this, like a sunken place, like they're. Well, he says the movie Get Out was about him. He tweeted that, and I'm really? and yo and on some real, like when he <laughs> said that, when he said that, I was like, yo, he's reading my mind because well, it's because he was he was literally like literally if like he, there's little pieces of Kanye West in that rally that was Kanye, like even him having a kid on, talking on stage. I want to add like, on to you saying that. Uh, the pot not positives, but the other the other side, the more the more mundane part of his rally wasn't, you know, trending. I think it goes back to the Treya thing, the Drea, Drea thing, where we was like, yo, sometimes that we spoke about, sometimes you just gotta you gotta say something that like just catches people off guard for it to go. So, you know, maybe maybe unconsciously, you know, not by design, but by design. Maybe he's just like wired in a way to be controversial so that he could, you know, trend. You know, that back from when like the Katrina thing happened and he was like, you know, George Bush don't care about black people. You know, he right. that went viral before we yeah. had social media like that. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, a lot of those things now could be, you know, if you look back, it could be looked at as like, you know, uh, like a lot of people look back and it's like, yo, you know, oh, Kanye was, you know, ahead of his time. And that's what I've always heard is that Kanye is ahead of his time. I don't know about y'all, but I've always heard that, especially from avid Kanye heads. Like, you know, he's just ahead of his time. Y'all are not, you know, he was woke way before woke, you know, culture mm-hmm. started happening, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. I just don't. Uh, I don't. I don't see how that correlates to a lot of the things that he's saying now. I, I think. I think both things can be true, though. I think. That's true. I think in '05 and '06, you know, Kanye pointing out homophobia and hip hop, right? Because that somehow made my YouTube algorithm. There's an interview mm-hmm. with Sway yeah. where he's Same. like, "Yeah, we're like, he's like, yo, the opposite of hip hop is gay, you know? And how can we be an oppressed community and then oppress, you know, another community?" And at that time, I could tell you, I was around 
You know, I was outside. That was an unpopular opinion. Yeah. You know, uh, his pink polo was an unpopular opinion. You know. Yeah. The way Cam so. swagged pink and the way he wore pink was totally different. Yeah, I and, was uh, for for having albums like the College Dropout and Late Registration and all that in high school. I was looked at as gay for that. You know what I mean? Like you wasn't. You, that's not really rap. My, you know, like like I I was looked at as. You know, like, especially during that 50 Kanye joint, you know, I remember being told by a family member, like, yo, let me, you know, I had played first songs of College Dropout, and he was like, let me put some real rap on, he threw on 50 Cent, you know? Um, and it was it was before the, the beef of their other albums later on. Oh, but man, that would have yeah. been a good segue to that Peter Rosenberg joint, but... That would have... <laughs> I mean, we could take it right here. You we know, could take it right here if could, you want and drive the car true. back. That's yeah, true, we man. could. Let's go well, into the Peter Rosenberg. Go ahead. What did Peter let's, Rosenberg let's, say? Oh man, that that so so. All right, I guess I could I could take the reins on that too. So basically, um, I was on I was on my way to work. I was running late, so I was in a cab, and I was listening. They they threw on um Hot ninety seven, and it was it was the Peter Rosenberg show, and they were talking about Logic and um his retirement, and um Joe Budden made some some comments about about Logic and his basically you know about his album Logic about sounds his like gentrification yeah you should have been retired all of like those that. did he really um, say that though i don't know yeah, he did say you should have been retired. No, he, really i don't know i'm i I, 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 I was actually looking to i was trying to find that interview i couldn't find it i only found the apology um so so thank you for for pointing out that the things that he said because i didn't get to hear it but it was on his podcast but yeah. peter but peter rosenberg um was like basically saying um, that he doesn't like like he says one thing I don't like about about uh, you know certain other rap fans um, if, if it's not about gun talk then it's not really hip hop or whatever the case may be and how Logic is this I guess a true essence of hip hop and how like this like everybody keeps talking to gun talk but you got, you're not really living that life you're not really doing that life or whatever the case may be and I kind of took a little offense to that, because like much well, respect why? to much much respect to Logic, much respect to him. Um, I I actually think that because you're not a big gun gun talk rap fanatic, so why right, did you that's, think so? Because, because and you know what? I'm sorry to cut. Rappers that are I just like want to point. I just want to point this out. It's interesting that he points that out because uh, Joe Budden's one of his biggest arguments about Logic is the fact that he feels like Logic is not authentic, essentially. You yeah. know, he feels like Logic is not truly representative about wanna... what he's really talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. he's like, I see, like, he feels like he sees the the falseness in Logic and, and, and that it's a facade. And and Rosenberg is flipping it. Like To tie what both of you were saying, yeah. Rosenberg had an interview with Logic, right? And Logic he was did. saying, well, Rosenberg was saying, you are unapologetically yourself like you've been yourself you know and he's like yeah yeah i've been me i'm like a nerdy happy you know go lucky gentle type dude and um i think it's interesting that rosenberg tried to you know set him set the table up for him to be this uh genuine person some somehow more genuine than other artists in hip-hop 
and yeah. it's that's, interesting. That, that's, the, that's the crux of why I'm like a little agitated about that, man. Because there's just, so I, many other genuine people, other MCs that are that's hip hop, and that people like Joe Budden respect. You know what I mean? And people like like and and, and I'm a, I feel like a lot of um a lot of what Joe Budden was saying was he kind of. Even though, I mean, some of it was like, uh, Uh-oh. like he, he flipped it. Like Peter Rosenberg flipped flipped a lot of it, and it was kind of like you kind of disrespecting a whole, a whole generation, a whole group, a whole community of people that, um, and and also the rappers that are actually that's doing what Logic was doing before Logic was doing what he was doing. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like like is he like like he's like he's the poster boy of all positive positivity of hip hop and different things like that. It was very, um, it, it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and it's, it's really weird because it would, it suggests, like you said, it suggests that there are other people here who aren't being themselves. And it's like, we could take an artist who's like right from around the way from where Logic is from, right? Wale. Wale is from D.C. And Wale, listen, if anybody has been himself, it's Wale. Wale is like, first mixtape was the album of the mixtape about nothing which revolved around Seinfeld right like we wasn't watching Seinfeld growing up I don't know about y'all but like I remember what we used to watch growing up we was watching you know the Fresh Prince we was watching Martin we was watching um you know I'm trying to think of other shows uh, I can't well I was a I was a I was a fan of Living Single yeah my, yeah you know even thing. even even to like broaden the horizon, you know. I know we was watching Saved by the Bell, like that was around too. Yeah. So it's not Friends, not just to make it like a race thing. Boy Meets Sein- World, all of that. Yeah, Boy Meets World, facts. But Seinfeld wasn't Seinfeld wasn't yeah. it. No. For us, <laughs> and uh, he came out and he's like, "I'm a big Seinfeld fan," and uh, wrestling, like he's a big wrestling fan. Also, Griselda are big wrestling fans. Who I felt that this was a shot at, but yo, um, Martin, you are. Um, you're, I would say that your personality and who you are, like as, as a person would be someone who logic should find a fan in, right? I like agree. you are, <laughs> I agree, but he doesn't, yeah. but you, but you're not the biggest logic fan. I'm not, I'm not. Um, and you don't, you're not. And like that's a gun. actually, I'm actually, I side a lot of what Joe was saying, not in a ver- like not in a negative sense, because you know, um, I'll, to just take it back to the Peter Rosenberg interview with Logic, he did um, Logic did mention something that that kind of that I kind of sort of agree with with him too, was saying that you know, um, a lot of a lot of the stuff that Joe Budden says can be said to, said in better taste because people's feelings can get in the mix and people and people get hurt off of other, off of what other people say, as people hurt themselves, um, just off of what someone else says um and it could and it could be a driving force to to want to commit commit pain on on oneself so i get it you know sticks and stones may break my bones words will never hurt me i i i never really believe in that concept i think that words do hurt so you got to watch what you say but at the but same time the he's joe joe budden um i agree with the fact that like logic logic to me this bit, there's a lot more positive. There's a lot more um, um, in Griselda. There's a whole lot more of I'm being myself more than logic. Like logic to me just sounds like one day he Facts. sounds like Kanye, like you can't, the other day he sounds like this cat, the other day he sounds like another cat. Like he's you can't say they being themselves. Like Benny's brother got killed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, 
you know, Conway got shot. Like, his face is, like, forever going to be the way, you know, don't disrespect. You know, that's he plays off that as well. Uh, his face is the way that it is because he suffered a, a shot in the face, you know? So it's not, they're not being inauthentic. You know, maybe it's exaggerated. The gumballs are exaggerated. But some of our favorite hip-hop legends exaggerate the gumballs. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know what's crazy is, like, you wouldn't say that to the gun rappers. Like, you wouldn't, like, Rosenberg's a hip-hop head. You're not going to talk crazy to the locks. And the locks was, you know what I'm saying? They was the dudes. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to, Come out your face to 50, you know, and Lloyd Banks when they killed the mixtape game with gumballs. Mm. You're not gonna. You're just not gonna do that. You're only gonna throw blanket statements like that. Like people who don't like logic like gun rappers. And um, it kind of feels like some hidden harbored resentment that he's had. And um, yo, I I, I did want to say, like, I don't I'm not I'm, I'm not a big fan of Rosenberg, bro. He kind of feels like sure, you could be a hip hop fan. Like gentrification, but you not, but you not part of this culture. And you know what? I don't want to make it a race thing, because when it comes to underground hip hop, I've been influenced OD by underground hip hop, right? And yeah. for example, we was gonna get into the R. Ray the Rugged Man Joe Budden thing. R. Ray the Rugged Man to me is hip hop. He's from hip hop culture, like he's speaking from a hip hop point of view. He's not. He don't rub me the way Paul. Paul sorry, he don't rub me the way that uh. That that Rosenberg do with like R. Ray the Rugged Man. Sure, I don't agree with his opinion, but he's a hip hop person. Like he's from this culture. Rosenberg kind of feel like a guest. He kind of feels like a guest, and it's not because he's white. Because um, you know, like I I feel like anybody could be a guest if you didn't grow up in this culture. If you're not from this culture, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And um. Yeah, it's just like so. What are what are the... you don't have respect f- for for the gumballs? That means you don't got respect for like Mob Deep. Like you don't have respect for Wu Tang. You don't got respect for the, for, for the legends, bro. You don't got respect for for any of those cats that kind of help formulate um, and, and, and self identify in, in terms of hip hop. You know what I mean? Right, and the so greatest rappers out right now that. aren't the gumball rappers. Like we not. Uh, all right, <laughs> this there's Kendrick slander, this J Cole slander, right? Like that exists, but they're respected. Like nobody's going, nobody is asking J Cole to retire. In fact, J Cole has been hinting at retiring, and everybody's like, "Yo, please don't, please don't do it." And um, you know, they're not the gun rappers, and we love them. It's just that logic is boring. He lacks personality. Don't don't make it seem like. I don't have a diverse taste or my taste palette is limited just because the artist that you think is technically gifted and he is, he's technically gifted, is boring. He don't got a personality. Yeah, he don't say nothing said, to move me. One of the things that he said in the interview was that Logic is um, is uh, uh, one of the best to do it in the past decade. Like, I, Yo, when he said that, I was like, yo, my uh, guy. <laughs> yo, Rosenberg, where you going with this, bro? All right, so Yo. let's get into this. What are y'all? That he retired off of this album. A lot of people are talking about Logic now. A lot of people are saying, "Yo, Logic is," you know. A lot of people have a lot to say, but everyone seems even even Buttons. Um, everyone seems to pen. be. Everyone's talking about this Logic album. Everyone's saying, you know, everyone's got different things to say about Logic in general, especially now that he retired. Like, here's your final farewell. Here's your last words that I want to send to you, right? Um, everyone's on the same page though 
as far as I know, that it's one of his at least better projects that he's put out. You know, he's getting a lot of praise for that. What do y'all think of the album? Have y'all heard it? I like it. Yeah. I like the album. Side. But it's not. <laughs> right. Right. And that's the thing. Like I was telling Martin, since you're going to talk about gumballs, and I'm going to take it as a shot at Griselda because that's who's been running the gumball game right now. Um, I'd rather listen to Griselda's weakest album. To shout out to them because their output has been crazy. I think they've dropped like ten albums in the last <coughs> eight months or something Yo, like that. I wish I had. I'd rather listen to the weakest album off that roster than to J Cole. J Cole, my bad, my bad, J Cole. Than to Logic's <laughs> best album. And I say that because the reason J Cole slipped is because, yo, you you can't you not the best of the last ten years if you so far different. Like your J Cole was here, Kendrick is here, Drake is here, and then Logic is like out the camera range. He's not there, bro. Yo, like he's not people, there. Do y'all re- do you know? Do y'all remember when when um uh, when when Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole did a track together. It was like I think it's called Black Friday or something like that. Or like like they basically kind of were on each other's tracks. Right, I do remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know the name, but they was rapping on one and one was Yo, rapping on another beat. That that to me, like for that that showed like yo, you made it. Like when people want to hear you on other, like on on each other's joints to see how you gonna kill it, and then you collaborate with each other in that kind kind of light. And then when you hear people say just off of that, just an offshoot of that topic, they go on they go on to say, oh yeah, um, I want to hear a collaborative album, Kendrick and and J Cole. Then well, you know then, why? Then I hear like yo yo, if Drake was to if Drake was to talk about the content that they were talking about, yo, if they if they did like a three man album. Ain't you know why that wouldn't work? Logic. You know why that wouldn't work? Because when when Cole and Kendrick get together, you hear a blend of styles. If you were to throw Logic in there, you'd just hear like a regurgitation of what's popular. Because he does, he's not original. He don't got his own style. No, you can't mimic Logic because Logic is a mimic of other rappers. I yeah. agree. I agree with this. And I'm, I'm sorry that Logic got to be the brunt of this because because uh, as an artist. I can understand his point of view where, where he feels like, yo, I, I put my heart and soul into this. Like, why does everybody come at it? But here's the thing, bro. When you make art, art is to be criticized. Art is to be, you know, commented on. Art is yeah. to be, you know, observed. And and, yeah. and I'm I'm a student of this, bro. Like, I've... Listen, and that's the other thing, man, to Peter Rosenberg, bro. Like, I'm going to always have a bad taste in my mouth for Peter Rosenberg because the reason I do a podcast is because of Combat Jack, right? And he has some wild things to say about Combat Jack. And Combat Jack is a hip-hop historian, man. When he got those interviews, he got interviews. Listen, Peter Rosenberg is the Hot 97 platform, and he was never able to do legendary interviews that Combat Jack got. Like, because Combat Jack was from the culture. He was around. He knows what questions to ask because he witnessed it as it went down. So when he talks to LL Cool J, he gets the best from LL Cool J. When he talks to Big Daddy Kane, he gets the best from Big Daddy Kane. You know, Chuck D, same thing. He don't get this. Instead, what we get 
is Peter Rosenberg. If y'all don't, I don't know if y'all remember, but Chuck D had something to say about a summer jam once, and Peter Rosenberg thought he was well in his within his rights to go and say something disrespectful to Chuck D, and then he had to take it back because he realized that the real, real, real ones in hip hop will always respect Chuck D because of the exactly. upliftment that he do, and he exactly. had to take it back because if you want to be, you know, the usherer in of the underground, you can't disrespect Chuck D. How long has Rosenberg been in? In this, well, you say that he's not, and I didn't want to ask you this, Jay. Um, not that I disagree with you or anything, but it's like you know, certain people are not from, like R.A. the Rugged Man. You would consider him as part of the culture, one hundred percent. So, 100%. but Rosenberg, no. What's, what's yeah, the, at this what's point, the criteria at this, of, at, at of point, an artist being of someone being in listen, the hip hop culture? Check this out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be the judge overall, right? Like, I, my, if I say, to me, you sound like you're not from the culture, that don't mean you're not from the culture. If you identify as a person who's from the culture, so be it. You're from the culture. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? He got relationships with rappers I never had relationships with. Yeah, because so really, uh, how, how really long has he been in this now? How's long, how long has uh, Rosenberg been and, in this? And, he's, and he has, like, intro, he broke uh, artists before, you know, I, underground artists. Can, I, and, I just uh, want to interject here. I just want to say... Um, just to just to really quickly answer that question, um, and to Cano's point, I really believe that you know that somebody's part of the culture with like when you hear the reverence for 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 different artists. Go back to the Chuck D thing. Mm, but you, you would know, never talk about you, Chuck you would D. never you would never talk about Chuck D like that. Like don't don't you dare. Because if I mean? you're not from the culture, the way you look at Public Enemy is oh, there's some fringe underground radical group. But if you're from the culture, you understood that they had hits in the '80s. Like like you know like their records were records. They, those were the hip hop records. They were major label pushed records. It just so happened that the landscape of music changed so that their music got. The, the music that they influenced, you know, turned out to be more underground or more, like, outside of the mainstream. But when when Chuck D and Flavor Flav was out, you know, you know, and they on, uh, their music is on, in Spike Lee movies, right? Which were, like, n- you know, national movies, right? Right. It was, it was, it was pop, but not pop now. It was pop hip-hop, like, popular rap culture. And, um... You wouldn't you wouldn't talk crazy about Chuck D, man. You just wouldn't do it. And and and, and you will have more. I feel like I feel like Peter Rosenberg has a lot of very new age um, hip hop artists. And not saying like you know the young 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 guys are not hip hop because they are hip hop too. I'm just saying like if you have more of them and 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 a, and a criminally less amount of these of of these legends that come to your platform. And the furthest you like, I, I have I have yet to hear a great interview with any of these of, of any of these legendary artists. But then you could turn around, you could get legends on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and and um and DJ. like that's and you that's the thing. With if you stuff. if you were really a student of hip hop, I could feel your perspective too. Like Rosenberg is from the DMV area, right? So I would expect him to have some reverence to you know to talk about some go-go legends, right? Some people who really, really made it, who make noise in the DMV, right? Some DC right. rappers, some VA rappers. Uh, maybe he, he would talk more about, like, a mad skills or, or talk more about uh, the effect that the clips had when they had they run. Or maybe not, you know, I don't know, but Charlemagne gives you that. You know, Charlemagne is from South Carolina, and you could feel that when he tells you that in his top five, Tip is there. T.I. is one of his 
personal favorite rappers. And to me, I might not agree, but I gotta respect his perspective because he'll give he'll he'll back that it's, up with when I was respect, when I was around, when I was coming up, people was playing Ti. You know what I'm saying? And I believe it because you know Ti was that guy. But you know Rosenberg don't really he don't really talk like that. In fact, when he talk about sports. Cause he has a show on sports, I'd be like, "Oh, this is his bag." Like mm. when he speaks sports, I'm like, "Oh, this is what you grew up watching." Like when he talks about the Redskins and he talks about like you know football or baseball, I'm like, "Oh, you really know what you're talking about." Like this was what you grew up on, you know? I agree. Not not to say I'm really not trying to attack him as a person, cause you know I don't know anything. For real, for real, I could just tell you how I feel when I hear you talk. You just feel like you just feel like he's making some real serious uh, claims and uh, kind of, you know, planting his flag in certain spots. Yo, that's he's like yo, about gun talk yeah. rappers. Like he's he's like like he he he's like oh these gun talk rappers or these these fans of gun talk rappers like they like they really live that life. But yo, yo, bro, you ain't you never lived that life either. What are you talking Fact. about? You got you, how you got know people on. On your radio right. station, you know who, who does gun life. talk rapping? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like you got you got that That's going. Like, come on, you 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 don't. Know. It's, it's a matter. It's a matter of respect. It's a matter of respecting the art, respecting the craft. Like no no hip hop artists, no hip hop artists or fans is gonna say gun talk rappers. Like they're rappers, they're MCs, they got bars, they talk about guns. Yeah, but like generally, this is hip hop. You know what I mean? Like yo, when you start gun talk this, gun talk that, like you really don't have. You you really out here trying to like uh, uh, single out a, a, a subgenre of a, a of a culture that really honestly yeah, I feel you're like not is a dis- melting pot of so many other cultures right and you're not going to disqualify somebody for being a gun talk rapper because one of the most gangster rappers one of the most gun toting rappers ever in history is Cool G Rap. And Cool G Rap, without Cool G Rap, you don't have Eminem. You don't yeah, have man. Big Pun. You don't have the hip-hop we know today. You don't have Jedi Mind Tricks. You don't have nonfiction. You don't have J. Cole. You don't have Nas. You don't have, without Cool G Rap, this rap would be different. You know what I'm saying? And and there's, there's a, you know, you, I could understand not necessarily supporting the message. Right, just put some respect on this genre, bro. Right, yeah, the that's gun talk what, might not be the most healthiest thing in the world. Right, I understand that. We talk right. about that, but it is also mature. real. It's, it's it's it is also in a sense, especially from its origination. I feel like that's a lot of that real like real life talk that they were given. You know, Correct. now Correct. over time it got popular, popularized in a sense where you know it's like. That was that's the thing that was making money, and and to this day it's still something that has become. Uh, you think of hip hop, you think of gun talk and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's cer- certain things. Uh, Snoop Dogg in an interview recently um, uh, with the Breakfast Club, he was talking about the fact that you know hip hop is, you know, talking about the past and like listening to it now and stuff like that. It is it is uh, by nature an aggressive genre. You know, it's a like contact that, sport, baby. It it is, it is, it is like football. You know, it, with words. You know, so it it is that, and that has led to. Let's not. We're not going to deny the fact that it has led to some unhealthy things in the the hip the communities where hip hop has originated. Right, right. But we'll you know the that, way you. But you, you know the way you address that is, you you don't you don't have to delegitimize. Right. The the the. 
the breed of the rapper, right? Right. Or, or, or the caliber of the rapper right. to say, Agreed. hey, when we were younger. Or the fans of that right, rapper. Right. right. When we were younger or when we were in a different state of mind, you know, maybe this music here, um, it, it wasn't the best influence to have. And we should be mindful now going forward because the bigger picture is stay out of jail. The bigger mm. picture is, you know, build up your community, buy black, spend black. Right. You know, the bigger picture is let's get some reform going on within our communities. Right. Right. But right. I, I don't got to go and, and, and yo, Creature, shout out to Creature. Right? Shout out Creature. Creature oh, is a man. guy Creature who uh, was our mentor back in the day. He has a Rebel, ball. And he said, facts. <laughs> and he said, you can't get a Malcolm X without a Detroit Red. Right? Mm. And and that's like, yo, you can't, hip-hop can't grow unless we have that stage mm-hmm. to what it is now. Yeah. Right? And, um, yeah. you know... And that and Nipsey, that, that was real, and you got to acknowledge that for a lot of people, that was real and still is real. You know Nipsey what I mean? Is a dude who you know before he passed was doing a lot for his community. He was employing people in his community. Yo, I would. I, had, want, I was just about to talk about Nipsey. Yo, yeah, he had, real. He had uh, the Nip, vector joint he had going where he was uh, investing in people's uh, entrepreneurial um, aspirations within his community. He was doing a whole bunch of things that. That was for the upliftment of not just black people, but specifically people in the Crenshaw district, right? Mm. And he came in the game of a rolling 60 Crip. Mm. Straight up. Didn't hide it. Didn't say I'm the Crip from, from Los Angeles. No, he said I'm a I'm a six O Crip from Los Angeles. And you know, he has enemies from other sets that he, you know, that he he throughout his career he remained respectful of. You know, he didn't if you go back and listen to his music, he didn't bang on his enemies on record. You know, he didn't right. he wasn't disrespectful to it. And it was real wars going on between his gang and other gangs. And he was a real a real one. To he was active in, in, in within his gang, right? And if he wasn't active, his gang was active. You know what I'm saying? And I just and, wanna, uh, also you, wanna go back to even um what like happened? somebody like Big L. I wanna talk to somebody like Big L. So Big L, um, he has a like the lifestyles of the of the poor and dangerous. He talked about gun toting. Like, he has a song called All Black, but then turns around and has a song called Street Struck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And talks about, like, yo, this is the life I lived, and you don't have to live it neither. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, like when you when, when, when somebody says gun talk rap this, gun talk rap that, you know what I mean? Um, and and it's kind of like, but you don't you haven't forgotten that this that these guys this is the life that they live and they're living they're 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 identifying themselves because this is how this is how I lived this life you know what i mean right but but i feel like but i feel like we need to move on to another area of hip hop that might need some diving into and that is uh misogyny oh man all right well i want to open this topic up so last week we spoke about Drea, right? And we talked about internalized misogyny and how abuse in domestic relationships isn't really that crazy within our culture. And you know, hip hop is intertwined with our culture, you know, being, you know, the cultures that exist within inner city communities, right? Mm-hmm. And um, recently, <laughs> a clip went viral um, from a show called Marriage Boot Camp 
Who, by the way, I heard corrupt is on here. I don't know if that's true, but I heard he is. I could verify that, but I don't, you know. I've actually never heard of this show. So it's called Marriage Boot Camp, and a couple on there is Tahiri and Vado, right? Mm-hmm. And a clip went viral where Vado lunged at Tahiri and was grabbing like her neck and stuff, and it got it got broke up fast. But Tahiri went on to say, like, this wasn't fake with my history, with my past history with abuse. I wouldn't fake something like this for views. Um, and she was like, I need some time to gather my thoughts and address this in a different way. And in Vado's defense post was, no one was hit. So That was all he wrote in the post? That's it? Yeah, no one was hit. Yeah, I was, I was looking at that. Yeah, he said no one was hit. So, so you know, assuming Dang. that this isn't staged, and assuming that this is real, that's a that's a very problematic clip for me. It's a very pl- problematic clip for for the topic of how domestic partners should behave with each other. Yeah, I, we talk, We definitely. Uh, it, it's interesting how all of this is coming out. Like I know Martin. Uh, so, you know, those listening, we got like, you know, Instagram group chat and stuff like that where we send ideas like all week long about what we could talk about on the podcast. And Martin just recently sent um, articles about, you know, misogyny uh, of of black women, particularly in the hip hop culture. Um, so it's it's uh, I. It, and it's something that, you know, we had just brought up in the last conversation, and now we're seeing all of these posts. It's really interesting. I I feel like there is, uh, you know, like... Yo, can I give me two seconds to just carry this on? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like there is a... And I, I don't know, you know, one of the articles that you sent, Martin, is it talked about the forefathers of hip-hop. And about how they are responsible for handing down this misogyny type of culture to the younger generation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. continue to perpetuate it. Which, if you think about it, that's really that cold. That here's the thing: we don't we don't want to. We're, we're it's interesting in cancel culture. We, if for example, The Office is one of the most streamed shows on Netflix right now, right? Yeah. If The Office came out today, that show would have been canceled, right? Yeah, very much so. But we love it, and we watch it over and over again. DMX versus Snoop. You can't tell me that there wasn't a lot of misogynistic lyrics and all that while we were like, oh, snap, you remember that joint? And and spitting the, the verses and stuff. There's a lot of misogynistic type of content and messaging that is flowing all through there, right? Correct. But we party on that, right? Now Snoop did say, like, you know, that that was that was truth. That was what we were feeling. We were putting out what we felt and everyone, you know, was feeling it. But at the same time, a statement like that, that where our forefathers in hip hop are are held responsible for passing on this misogynistic type of culture that we have in hip hop now. Can I just interject that, with a sidebar real quick? That holds us all to account and I'm kind of like wrestling with how we deal with it. Go ahead. Can I just I, I just want to say Kano. you see you see the way that you it's cool. You see the way that you uh position that where you identify the problem 
but you didn't bash right. the pioneers. Right. That right there tells me that you know you have a, a certain amount of respect for the culture. Even, wow. even if you 100% disagree with the message that they gave out during that time, right? Which you were clear with saying, you also show some type of understanding for their perspective during that time, mm. which 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 shows a form of sensitivity, a form of not. I don't I don't know if it's respect because you don't really want to respect the misogynist message, but it's a form of of where you're not being malicious. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all yeah. I just want. I just wanted to point out how that, how you were able to point out an issue, have a problem with it, disagree with it, and not tear somebody down. Wow. I guess. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. It, it's encouraging. Um, I I think that I think that we need to all. I think something that we haven't learned is how to communicate effectively. I don't think I don't think that that's taught well, even in, in like, as you know. When we're young, you know what I mean? How right. to communicate effectively. And a lot of it is to make those short statements that, you know, end up tearing down and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Good, I just wanted no, to No, no, you're good. I'm glad you pointed that out. You know, hope, hopefully uh, that could be an example uh, to others as well. I'm not trying to big myself up, but like just, right, right, right. you know. But, yeah, I, I it, that was cut, that cut deep for me because that's like, Bruh, like, like that, that, how, how do we wrestle with this? How do we wrestle with that? It's like when Kanye said about the, and uh, the whole thing about, you know, how we oppressed, we were, we were oppressive to gays, uh, to gays, uh, to people who are gay in, in the gay community. Like, you know, like this LGBTQ community, the LGBTQ, it's, it's longer than that though now. Oh, my bad. Um, so I think there's a plus with it now. I'm, I don't know. You can see that we're not well learned in this area, but what's well, everybody he, in that community? Yes, and 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 he he was right, you know. Right. So I don't know, man. How do we wrestle with with something like this? So I think, well, for one, I think we should, a disclaimer would be that it would be super helpful to have a, a woman's perspective. Yeah. Right. A disclaimer: We are fully aware that our a woman who 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 has an understanding of the hip hop culture, right? Yeah. I think for me personally, that's very important. I think for me personally, I will check my male privilege right now. Right. I let's just, let's I'm all at, check it. Can we all just right, check at, our male privilege right here? I'll let you know from the gate. <laughs> let's do a that I, that I do have male privilege here when I speak. So if I say something that's incorrect, please correct me. Don't cancel me, but you know, just correct. And me. please forgive us. Thank now, you for being a friend. Thank you. Now, I would say that it's important to identify the differences between, you know, independence, like women being today, you know, you could say that Cardi B has owned her sexuality, right? And it's a form of independence. You could say that the way the city girls move the way that Meg moves, and I mean, like, mo- when I say moves, I mean, like, the way they maneuver through the industry. I don't mean uh, anything else. They, they're they moving in a manner that is no different than the way the Migos move or than the way that little Baby moves, right? So why should they be held to a different type of standard if they're all equal on equal settings? 
So I think it's important to identify what we're talking about exactly. I agree with this. And not like attack women just for the sake of being women. And, um, you know, but to that point, the flip to that is, like Alav said, if the way the Migos are moving, and, and not just the Migos, I mean just in general, if the way male rappers are moving does have a form of internal, internalized misogyny, then yes, it's incorrect the way the, that the women are moving, right? Because it reflects their misogyny. But first, we have to correct ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. We have to correct the males. We got to holler at the men and be like, listen, man, you know, that right there, what you're doing, you objectifying a person. You know, that right there, what you're doing is you reducing that person's identity to a sexual desire of yours. You know how hard that is? That's like trying to convince someone that they are a racist. That's that's how hard that is. Who 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 says that they got black friends? Who says that they you know all, all of that? You know, um, yeah. Or, or any I, I type just want to be very careful. If you're, if you're racist against uh, Asians or whatever, you know what I mean? Like trying to convince someone that that they are something that they don't believe they are, and that they are participating in something that they don't believe they're participating in, like. You're you're gonna get looked at sideways. Heavy. I find, I find that to be, I find that to be. I I, I see where you I see where you're getting at, um, alive. But I also feel like it's it's easier to to dispel and disprove that, um, if you if you're def, if you're um if you're on that same if you're if you're there with that person and they and there's there's certain things in racism that that's super complex. There's so there's so many levels of it. There's like this subtle kind of racism where you yeah. where um where you sometimes sometimes people people like me we don't catch that unless if we really listen into it deep down and intricate intricately listening to that but um this misogynistic thing is very in your face it's i, I could go as far as to say like I, I remember watching um uh what's that what's that movie the nwa movie man um straight out of compton and a lot of and a lot of they a lot of the lifestyle that that group was was um was was doing was they would they would have women over you know what i mean and they would and they and they would they would be stripping and, and doing different things like that um and that's and that was that was to say like oh that's part of their lifestyle but it's not but it's not really but it's kind of like oh it's just there just to be there you know what i mean like to to get to that's 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 the that's the port that's the portion of it all where but the the train of thought also to, uh, I don't know if it's attack, but like something that we need to um to address. Like But like there is a train of thought that exists that, that that's uh that's a form of uh being sexually positive, right? That's sex positive, I think. Um where if you are a, a dancer, it's uh, financially empowering to you. Mm. So are you being oppressed? You know, I think that's a form of opinion right there, right? Like, who's who's to say? Um, Yo, I feel like I feel like y'all are setting me. Not y'all. I feel like Jay. I feel like Cano is no, setting me up to get into uh, <laughs> what we talked about that we that we said not to get into. <laughs> no, all right, um, all right, we can shift. No, I just want to because because I don't. 
because as we having this conversation, I can already like think of people I'm cool with, you know, girls specifically, you know, hitting me up and being like, yeah, but who are you to tell those women who are getting paid to dance in videos in, 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 in suggestive ways to not feed their family like that? Who are you to tell, you know, these women rappers who are just a reflection of what the male rappers have been doing. However toxic I may perceive it to be, who am I to tell them, you know, not to? So I just, you know, I just want to offer that perspective. I think it's twofold. So you have that perspective of what women are doing in rap right now, right? Mm -hmm. But you also have this other perspective of how men in rap have treated women, spoke about women in their songs mm-hmm. um, and or how they have portrayed them in their videos, right? Mm. So th- I feel like that's two sides of the spectrum right there. Very much so related, but misogyny as far as this side where it's like how men have treated women, I, f- I feel like the dis- the discography that you could create of artists in hip hop that have made that have created uplifting content um directed at women is not that long right and you can make multiple playlists till this day of misogyny found in hip hop uh by male artists. Right. And that is something that likely has been... Here's the thing. Because here's, here's the thing. If, if I'm constructing a building, right? I'm a construction worker. I'm making a building. And I made it successfully, right? Now you want to be a construction worker. You want to come into my field. You're going to look at the building that I made and you're going to make it similar. You might tweak it. You might do different things, but you're going to see what found success for me. Right. And follow, follow suit. I'm and not saying building, everyone is a copycat in this, in this game. Um, and if that building has some foundational issues, then... It's just going to get passed on. Right. So... I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know. This is a hard thing to wrestle with, but I do think that it's overdue. His, I do his. think that it's overdue. And now here's that other here's that other part, which I'm only gonna I know I said I wasn't gonna touch on it, Cano, but just just a little bit. So mm-hmm. Ah, this is hard to say. If a female artist is now coming into this male-dominated game and they're looking for success, what playbook are they going to run by? Oh, uh, okay. I remember you said you what, were, yeah. what, what, <laughs> what building... What, they're going to look at the same building that our forefathers have made that made success and in a lot of ways imitate that for that success. And now... I could be wrong. And this is where we need a, a, a female perspective. Again, we checked our male privilege at the door. We know that. Right. But 
that's just kind of what I'm seeing. It, it, they're, I'm doing what they did. Well, what they did wasn't really right. So are you doing, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know if, if, you know, and it's not a shot at anyone to take anyone down for creating their career and all that. All I'm saying is there is a certain type of culture that has been imitated for decades in hip hop. Right. And it's often not addressed. And now women in hip hop are, are gaining their rights and they should. They, they, you know, own all of that content, all of that. Do it, you know. But just, at the same time, is that a culture that is also being passed on? So here's the thing, though, for me. Yeah. While I love Rhapsody. Right. And I love right. the image of Rhapsody. I love No Name. However, however uh, controversial No Name might be these days. You know, I love No Name as an MC and, and, and who, who her image is, right? Her revolutionary um, personality. I love Lauren Hill, right? Like, the miseducation. Yeah, I was, of, I was thinking of Lauren Hill. The most pivotal albums. But I don't, wanna, I don't want to say that Cardi or Young Miami or Meg or Sweetie is any less than because of their approach. Or, or less respectable than because of the blueprint that they use to build their careers. Yeah, I just I, wanted and, to. I just wanted to yeah, say this piece. Um, so this is. So I'm not. I don't want. I don't, I don't want to really speak as if like 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 I'm saying like as if this like I'm like I know what women you know um, are dealing with or different things like that and the perspective of it. But I just remember when we when we were going to the studio for the first time when we were teenagers. I don't know. If, I, I'm trying to remember if you guys were. I was trying to debate on whether or not I want to talk about it because I don't know if you guys were there. But um, the engineer that was there. Um, oh, I was there. I was there. <laughs> and he was like, he he wanted to call up. He wanted to call up um, some strippers. I think we were like 15, 16 at the time. He wanted to call up some strippers. You're talking and he, about the BX? Strip, BX? No, this is in Brooklyn. So maybe this oh, happened twice. Mother. This maybe oh, happened mother. twice. <laughs> but I'm talking about Brooklyn. <laughs> like when I was when we were going to the studio with Canarsie for the first time as as a, as a group when we was when we were rocking with a piff. That, that oh, okay. he was like he he basically was like yo we need to get some strippers to come through you know just to loosen y'all up a bit so when you get into the studio when you get into the booth you could y'all y'all can rap with some with some emotion maybe you, y'all maybe y'all need to see some you know you maybe see some vaginas some butt for some time for the first time and then maybe you could like rock on the mic like that was his words legitimately his words and and um and that's what the started, studio in Canarsie yeah. And that, and he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna call him right now." And he was you know like, is. "And it was, and it was like, yo, we, I'll treat you to some Hennessy, you know, I'll treat you to some to to all to, to all the alcohol, whatever the case may be." And then all and all these and, and all these women, like alcohol and strippers, are synonymous to one another. Well, that's yeah. that's very hip hop though. A lot of sessions, but, but that's like what that. I'm, but that's what I'm trying to say. But that's the point I'm trying to make. It's there's a there's a thing where you're creating this human being that's cre- that has a job right as a um as a stripper you're you're making it synonymous with alcohol this person who has a beating heart that's trying to you know whatever like this is this is and i feel like there is and this is my opinion i feel like there is a transition 
there's there's this 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 an issue. There's a bit of an issue with that concept. You know what I mean? Um, and and we need to. And I feel like there's a story that needs to be said among the woman that is being looked up, looked at as a as an object in this situation. Like that's per, that person is not an object. And I and I feel like that's why I do respect people like like um like Cardi B who's out here. Like this is this is I'm out here trying to get my money. I don't care. Whatever the case may be, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it by any means. Just like how we used to, how, just like how um how how we used to think like yo we're gonna get this money. We're gonna make sure we like this this hip hop thing is gonna be our bread and butter. We're gonna make this happen. You know, um we have people we have people like like I don't know if anybody remember, but Eve used to be used to do this. Used to strip part time. Yeah. There's a piece. There's a piece of there's a piece there where she does not want to talk about it. Right, it's very is a very low key part, portion of her career, but she's now she she's she's a, an established MC and she hardly really um is she's I don't like I've heard I heard some of her albums I heard some of her music, and she does have some positivity behind that she puts she puts a lot of when she was with Rough Riders she was kind of like more of the positive side of things rather than the gun toting whatever side of things or the, really because she was the a pimple in the skirt right uh, say it again. She was the pit bull in the skirt. That's how I remember. No, no, no. She was no. I'm not saying that she wasn't talking that talk either. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that she was Funny more enough, of the light side. She of has, that. she has one of the most important records about domestic abuse. And and that's and that's and oh my goodness, I was gonna say that. Like she even talks about domestic abuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so so I feel like there is I feel like there is an avenue for women. Um, to say whatever whatever they need to say, however they want to say it. If they want to go that route, they go that route. If they don't want to go that route, they don't want to go that route. Who am I to judge on whether or not you want to go that route? Now, for me, I I because of my because of who I am as a person, it affects what I want to listen to, right? And I love and I love to listen to positive music. I want to listen to things that's, that that brings about that positivity, right? So I would hardly really listen to Cardi B because I don't because in my mind I'm thinking like yo I don't, I'm not I'm not looking at that as, as as positive. But I would listen to maybe Jean Grey. I would listen to Rhapsody. I listen to these to these cats like they're 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 the they're to me I would um, to Lauren Hill. He was talking about her like these are like in my in my mind like yo fire artists. That that talks about that positive, um, that positive side of things. So, um, but at the same time, I'm gonna look at people like Cardi B. I'm gonna look at people like um, like Nicki Minaj or Meg The Stallion or the City Girls or one of these people who who has the air for the young ones, like the for for young women. Like yo, there is a there is a, a, a we we spoke about it, and it's literally the title of our. Uh, of our of our last episode, you have a responsibility. You have a microphone. You have a responsibility, and and that's always been my that's always been my thing. I say for men as well. We have a microphone. We have a responsibility. When you're talking about yo, let's 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 take these drugs to have fun and whatever like, and you're talking about that. There's people that you're you're, you're there's people that's gonna follow that and perpetuate that whole entire situation, and 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 make it their lifestyle. Now, because you, because just off the fact that you do it, I'm gonna do it too. You know what I mean? This is why. This is why I right. I respect. Um, that's what. This is why I I respect those those artists that say, "Yo, I do this, but this is not something that you need to do. Don't do this." Like you know what I mean? Right. So even if you even if you do the stri- even if you do the stripper thing, you know what Hold I mean? Hold it that so you won't have to go through that. 
Exactly. Don't be that person to don't be that person to 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 encourage other people to do the same thing. Um, but at the but at the same time, don't uh, don't belittle yourself. Like you did that, you did it. Like own it, and that is a, and that's a beautiful thing because you know you needed to make the money to be able to to survive and and and, per, and persevere. But now you're in a better space. Why don't we talk about how you got to the better space? Let's not talk right. about. Let's not stay stuck on the place where you were where you were before. Yeah, and that's been, passing on this culture leads you into a situation where Vado turns around and is like, yo, no one was hit. Right. You know, you know what you know who's from this culture is Beyonce. Right? From Ooh, I remember her from yes. Smart Guy. Ooh, I like the from this way, culture. Bro. And this 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 visual <laughs> album. The Black is love. That's what I'm talking I'm, about. Black is love. Where am I in life? <laughs> black is king. <laughs> but black, black is, is love. love. Too. Yeah. But, black uh, is love. That's true. But but uh black is king, black is love. Uh Black is King streaming on Disney. Beautiful. It's a beautiful record. Uh, beautiful cinematography. And um, I think <clears throat> there's really good uplifting messages there for everyone. For everyone. Not gender specific. For everybody. And um, yeah, if, if you want to look at a, I just a woman say, who's a yo, positive... Um, so we we pro- like one of the things that we're trying to do as a podcast is um like really bring light to to artists that are new that we otherwise wouldn't know because you know uh because of like the craziness of this world and the fact that you know like it's all about popularity and they're probably not that popular yet but they make good music beyonce right. put on mad people like just the fact that they can put on their resume, I did a track with Beyonce, and then I did a whole movie with Beyonce. Yeah. Is like that, and and they're going to make they're going to make money if they if they sign the right contract, the right deal, they're going to be making money for that for years. They don't even have to. They probably don't even have to put out another album because they did it because they did this they did this whole movie with Beyonce, and now um, there's going to be generating streams and views and 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 um, and that that generation of that that. You generating those streams and those views generates cash. That's gonna that's gonna be um, dispersed amongst these dancers that are completely new. Like th- these are dancers that she's recruited. That's new. These are artists that she recruited. That's been doing it for a minute and that's been probably big in various other countries and foreign countries are now gonna be huge in America. You know, and then um, yeah. it's and and um, Tiara Wack was Tiara Wack is one of the is um, one of the rappers that 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 was on there and. She like she's she was already climbing she was already climbing those those charts. And listen, man. But the fact that she's doing might, this joint with Beyonce and she's not even that she's not even as you, well known as Cardi B or anybody like that. Come on, son. Like and you I, might respect to not, Beyonce, yo, for real. If you're not in this industry, you might not know what that means. Like you can only grow organically, but so far, you yeah. are always going to need a bigger platform to pull you up. Yeah, a, a, a step or two. Yeah. And Beyonce pulling you up is like the top tier artist. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Not of this moment, but of our generation. Yeah. Right? From Say My Name all the way to Black is King. She has been this great. I legend. personally go for Dangerously in Love. I think yeah. Say My Name predates that. That's why I said that. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> um, I just wanted to put my, so, my love out there for that song. So, um,. That was <laughs> no, for her to come in and, and just big you up or put some spotlight on you, 
listen, man, in this in this game, you need that. You the I don't know how it is outside of hip hop, but I know in hip hop, we used to call it the cosign. Mm. Right? That cosign to get you places. Like all the big artists you love had the cosign. J. Cole had the Jay Z cosign. Kendrick has that Dre cosign. Um Drake had the little Wayne cosign. You see what I'm saying? So like I know it's changed a little bit, but it's still it's still really impactful to to have somebody come up and even if it's not a cosign, even if it's like a little bit of of uh of a little bit of light from that platform, it's it's, it's super impactful on somebody's independent career or career trajectory. Period. Correct. I mean, look yeah. at look look at even like Kanye's his cosign was was Jay basically, right? I mean, he had a lot of other cosigns before that that yeah, led no, to no, Jay. No, no, that's true. Uh, yeah. Kanye because he was a producer had a lot of affiliation. You know, right. he had he, he had the the Talib, uh, most right. deaf, common roots thing going for him. Uh, Dave right. Chappelle rocked with him through through right. that. Uh, he had Dame rocking with him. He had his Chicago people was rocking with him. Right? Speaking of which, what what do y'all think about the the? I, I wanted to get y'all thoughts on. I think it was Dame. I think Dame went out to see Kanye. Uh, wherever and Kanye Dave. was, Dave, and Dave. Dave, Dave Chappelle went out to see him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dame was like, "Yo, uh, apparent." He says something to the effect of, "Yo, Kanye is not, you know, he's not crazy. He's not crazy. He's just talking that billionaire boy stuff." And if hey, you we gonna we gonna back it up. We gonna back up the truck. Yeah. Uh, we gonna go over an hour. We think can't, he already did. Can't can't focus, right? We were, we, uh, we so were doing so I good. That all the way back to the front. I'm sorry, guys. We were doing so good. We was making some good time. I wanna <laughs> I wanna read some of these quotes because he said he's doing well. So I just wanna read some of these quotes from the rally. He said, "Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white people, right?" He said, "My mom saved my life. My dad wanted to abort me." There would have been no Kanye West because my dad was too busy. And then he said, I almost killed my daughter. And these aren't like crazy statements, but it's also the way he conveyed them, right? He got very emotional. He uh, almost cried up there. And it was... Uh, almost. He was bawling. Yeah, it bawling was, uh, hard. It was almost like, hey, I understand that there's pain there. Um, Maybe you should go see someone for that. And I don't mean that in a dismissive way. I mean that in a way where there are professionals that will help you unpack that trauma because that's trauma right there. Yeah. That's trauma that you have. And it's really, it's not going to be constructive for you to share that with the world on a rally because people are not going to be that receptive in, in, in a constructive way, right? Yeah. People are mo- more so are trying to figure out if you are even stable emotionally to, to, to run, or to even say you're going to run. Actually, I think they were even questioning his emotional stability to just be on his own. Mm. Because uh, that seems like erratic behavior. Those yeah. quotes coupled with the emotional outbursts seem like there's something there that you still need to work through, man. And I don't know if if, if he's... I don't I don't know, but I, I feel like... I get the feeling that he's not surrounding himself by the, by the, the most... Uh, yeah. Constructive. Uh, yeah, when you got that money, people right. around you just want to be around you. And, and I don't for the money, I, and that's I, it. I, I, right, but at the same time, like Dame and 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 Dave got money, and I, I don't really, 
say much no more so Dave Chappelle, not necessarily, but more so Dame Dash. I, I I don't know, bro. That that statement is a huge defense, and it could keep someone. I think who Dave has more to, money than Dame Dash. Makes sense, but I, all I'm saying is that Dame ain't. I don't I don't think Dame is sitting there and being there because he wants Kanye's money. I I can't see that. That's but true. I I don't think that Dame Dash is the most uh, helpful of people if that's how he's defending that. You know, it's just that billionaire boy talk. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand that unless you're at that billionaire status. Correct. I I don't know if that's healthy, bro, to be right. around that because that could keep someone who is in a bad mental state. It could help to keep them in that bad mental state. If they have someone as powerful as a voice of Dame Dash standing next to them saying that, that could be a really bad yeah, recipe. Can I, I think, can I, I think, but can I, um, I just want to say, this is, this is some of the symptoms of bipolar. Feeling worthless or guilty. He felt worthless and guilty um, when he was mm-hmm. up on that stage. Talking about how he wanted to kill his, um, how he was thinking about killing his, his daughter. I, family, by the way, the in family, context, I think that he was talking about that as a, an abortion, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's talking about um, family, family is suffering. You know, fa- um, not he's talking about, but the, the, the symptom of bipolar um, disorder is fa- family could be suffering. We, we we already heard from Kanye, and then we got these pictures, Kim's crying, different things like that. Um, feeling alone. I mean, when you at, when, when you at the top, and we're talking about how the, you don't know who's your friend, you don't know who's your foe, and we don't know who's just trying to mooch off of you. You don't. We don't know these things. He doesn't know these things. Right. There's, there's a... Billionaire boy talk, really? I got respect. By the way, I got respect for Dame. I think Dame is a is a marketing genius. I think the guy has um he has a lot of great ideas. He's done things that um that I want to do one day. So respect to him. But billionaire boy talk. I don't know. I yeah, I saw think- him on a on a uh, Nick Cannon's podcast one time. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like last year. I don't know if y'all saw this. No, nah, this was like two years ago. And bro. I don't know. Ever since then, I was all like, "Yo, Dame, you all there, man?" Like, uh, I, I, I think Dame's message is always one that I, I kind of understand where he's coming from, but I think mm-hmm. his, his, his message lacks the perspective of everyday people, right. because I think he hasn't been everyday people in a while. But I think his overall message makes a lot of sense where he talks about employing yourself, like mm-hmm. as we've seen through this pandemic. If, uh, if you employ yourself, you know, um, the risk they're all risk and rewards, right? Like if your small business tank you know tank but also if you work for an employer and and they decide that they tank you know they don't they don't really care about you either like they let you go too so uh you know nah i'm not against that it's just certain things that he says like for example like this as just like i don't know bro like i I, but i agree with you i think it's that he lacks that everyday people i do want to point out like an observation i have where listen if kanye west felt very hurt by knowing that his dad wanted to abort him, right? That his dad felt like he was too busy to have him and would abort him. If he felt that pain that he felt, I feel like maybe he should have worked through that before then publicly telling us that he went through the same thing with his daughter because his daughter can Google these things at some point in her life. And maybe she's going to Google them before she's like old enough or has the tools emotionally to deal with that, to understand that fully. Because yeah. the concept of abortion is going to be, um, it's not one that's going to be fully understood by her yet. So all she's going to hear is, you know, my dad wanted to kill me. My dad didn't want me here. And um, 
I feel like that as a parent, that was super responsible. And I understand that, like, yo, listen, man, you know, he had pain. You don't know what he was going through. Cool. I get that. But sometimes as a parent, man, you got to bite that bullet. You got to be more mature and understand, listen, I'm going to have to figure out this pain right here because I don't want to I don't want to transcend this pain to my daughter. I don't want her to feel the way I felt when I felt that. Yeah. I, I think I think Kanye could unpack too, that differently. I, man. I think I think Kanye's definitely been in too too much too much into the uh, the limelight, and, and I think reality has become something. Right, we had an hour different. Time. Yeah, man, we was doing so good. I but I wanted to uh, can I can I segue? Speaking of daughters and 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 and, yeah. and, and, and children, back to this Beyonce thing. Generational beautiful. wealth, beautiful. Generational wealth is there, y'all. And yo. I love seeing Blue Ivy there, man. Yo, <laughs> generational wealth, yo. She is going to like when the when the parents is long gone and it's just Low Blue key. Ivy. She is she's good. She's straight. Low key. She I don't gotta Blue do Ivy. nothing. Nothing. My vision for Blue Ivy. I got really. But hope I hope she, she has, does something. I hope she has nothing to do with the entertainment industry. Because that's what everybody expects her to have. And I hope she goes into a whole nother world where she changes the way that the world works. I hope like, so too. I, I want her I to so be too. like I want her to be like And that's what that's how she was being that's how world. she was being represented yeah. in the actual in the actual yeah, movie. She's she was being represented in that way. She was literally being represented as somebody who's going to be um I guess in a way a queen in her own right. Right. And you see the love that she showered with by you know by Beyonce and by Jay, and you just gotta you just gotta imagine that they the 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 stuff that they instilling in her right the principles and the lessons that they over acquired are just gonna be passed down to her. And man, I just hope she goes on to be whether it's like the first you know Supreme Court justice from hip hop. You know whether I, it's, I just I just I hope to change the world, man. I hope that she, I hope she, that she's being instilled with. Um, the reality that she's living a reality that many aren't fortunate enough to to live. She you know? she doesn't look like, and I know she's a child, but she looks down to earth for a child. Like I don't know if because I've seen some child that children that look spoiled. You can see them and they just look spoiled. She looks like she's uh very right down to earth. Right, I agree. But, I but um, looks can be very different from what you're what you're that's taught. You know, like what you're how you're engaged and. And those values that are placed in you at a young age, you know, if you if you think that this is life and this is real, then, you know, and that daddy hands you everything type of thing. I mean, you might be in a situation where you're you're somewhat imitating a Donald Trump type of situation. But, but that's but that's oh, the what thing is though. That? I would like to was that that's a segue? A segue? Was oh, that a man, segue? Man, I really nah, wanted to add that. We gotta wanna... close out on Trump though, that, and I then agree. song of the week. I agree. I agree, but I but this this certain points why I disagree. Um, I don't think that what Donald Trump is doing for or did for his children is what Jay Z and Beyonce is doing for for Blue Ivy. Um, he's he's teaching he's teaching her um, what what um, how important it is to be able to invest and how to invest. He's talking about. Like, like, for instance, I feel like a big, a big example is, um, on 444, how he, how, um, he was talking about how he got, how he bought a painting 
So that way, when blue, like, like when they're long gone, that 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 painting is going to be millions and millions of dollars. So if there's a place where they and she's ends up getting bankrupt for whatever reason, and they dish, it shouldn't, but if for whatever reason something happens, always have these fail safes. You got you got these you got these paintings you got this you got your this whole discography where you actually worked she actually worked as an artist I mean yeah fine yeah she didn't do much but brown skin girl brown skin girl like um she's she's the folk she's the crooks of brown skin girl she sang the song for brown skin girl she did a little freestyle on on the four 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 album she was a feature artist so it's kind of like she's working for her buck. You know what right. I mean? So she right. and, and, and and you know, like it's gonna be hard for people like Jay and Beyonce to put this person like, oh yeah, like you know, when you get sixteen, when you become sixteen, work at this uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken over here, or whatever the case may be, or work at this McDonald's over there. Man, it might be difficult, but at least they can teach her, like you know, how to pass, uh, how to invest, and how to be able to make millions and flip the money, um, because they didn't know how to do it. They had to learn that from the ground up. So now um, they didn't yeah. have to learn that from the ground. Now she, now she, she can do that, and she can even listen to her her dad's music and be like, "Yo, he's teaching me how to do this." Agree. So like, and like I it's, think it's very I think that, that that is something that she'll learn. I'm just hoping that there's a there's a connection to her roots. I I don't know, man. I I just feel like that it's something deeper, it's like on a heart level, cultural, like like like. That's that's something I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about the financial flipping this or flipping that, but your what you know from your heart, what you're taught and stuff like that is oftentimes what directs your path. And I just hope that she uh, she has a path where she's able to leave an impact on the world in a positive way, you know, uh, because of because she knows uh, she knows a history. She knows where her parents came from, all that stuff. I, I don't know. That's what yeah, I'm I, and I also think it's 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 funny that um, the way we view her, uh, it's like she's royalty, and it's like because Jay and Bay are our cultural royalty in a way. So yeah. we're like we're so invested in that she turns out to be this 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 great regal figure in in, in a way. Yeah. yeah. All right. No pressure though. No, no pressure. No, <laughs> no, pre- so no pressure. So, Logic, Blue Ivy. Uh, <laughs> back to Logic's album. No pressure. Nah, uh, nah. And, <laughs> and and and, I've, and Blue Ivy has been through a lot already. Um, they've they they already made fun of her for looking like Jay Z. They already made fun of her for um, because of her hair. Um, they made fun of her uh, because of because of Beyonce and who she is and different things like that. So she's already. At a young age, hopefully she hasn't seen it. Dealing with dealing with a lot of a lot of struggles, but then like there's a small clip of where Beyonce came to surprise Blue, like to pick her up early from school, or something like that. And and um, Blue Ivy's like, oh my gosh, my mom, and she get she got mad, embarrassed, like, oh mom, leave me alone, I'm with my friends, you know, and stuff like that. Like that to me is how she sounded. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looked like. <laughs> it's the most, it's the most child thing in the world. A child is gonna be yeah. embarrassed to their parents. Right. I feel like I feel like there's there's the innocence. It's still it's still locked in there. You know what I mean. So you know, it's it's important for her to continue to have that innocence and and. You know, you hopefully, know hopefully Jay innocence? and Beyonce is is doing a is continuing to do a good job to help. I believe uh, we need we, we can end it off there. 
Cool. So for our last segment, Song of the Week, I just wanted to tell you that we updated the parameters for this. So for Song of the Week, you know, we will try to focus on independent artists who have modest social media followers or, or artists who are just trying to get their foot in the door, right? And the songs that we put up would have to have been released within the last year. So if you have any music that you yourself make, you could please email us at can'tfocuspodcast at gmail.com. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Okay. And or if you know an artist that you like, that you feel like their music should be featured, just tag the Can't Focus Pod. It's at Can't Focus Pod in their comments on Instagram. You know, we'll we'll look out for that. So also, I just want to say uh, thank you for, for everybody who has been following us on Instagram. Um, we have yes. reached 100 followers. And um, yeah. definitely um, thank you so much, guys, for showing so much love and support to us so far. Um, I believe that, yeah, in the midst of things, it might be a small number, but it's a good number. You know what I mean? And and we want to just take cap of every victory that, we have, that we're getting. And um, share it with y'all. So thank you guys so much for for giving the love, giving love to the to the Instagram. And listen, yes. man, comment, subscribe, you know, interact with us. Like we really, we keep saying it, but we really mean it. Like if you want us to talk about whatever you want us to talk about, you know, we'll we'll try to get to it. You know, we some long winded people, but we'll try to get to it. Uh, real quick though, I just want to real real quick, real quick, real quick. The next versus battle is Two Chains versus. Rick Ross, we don't have time to talk about why or what, but I just want to get the votes in. Alive, who you think is winning that versus? Rouse. Huh. Ricky Rouse. All right, Martin. If um if if we're including features, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. two chains. Two wow. chains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I might have to say Ross. I think I think Ross. We're going Ross. Hands down. Huh. Ricky Ross. Um, I can't wait to go into depth after watching it. If yeah. you weren't if we don't weren't do features, I'd definitely say Ross. Um I mean like and I'm just saying the if we're looking at the uh, of the catalog, um the cat I feel like Two Chains might have a larger catalog being that he was in a lot he feature he's features in a lot of artists songs. Um, yeah, but I think I think Ross has those those records that resonate with people in the way that uh This is true features too. He's got features too. We said yeah, we wasn't gonna talk sense. about it. We said we wasn't gonna talk about it. <laughs> All right, That's man. It. Sorry. We talk about it where after I that happened. <laughs> um Dang, so we're gonna close it focus. out here with Song of the Sheesh. Week. This is let me get this all correct. So this artist, you can follow her on Instagram, is Santina Music on IG. I think I pronounced that correctly. It's S-A-N-T-Y-N-A-M-U. S-I-C, Santina Music. I'm going to put it on the screen right here for everybody to, you know, go follow. And this song right here is called Freestyle. Um, do you guys want to add any commentary? Yo, just shout-outs to her for a dope song, and I, I hope that she's able to get some more plays off of this one. So shout-out to you, Santina. Please continue doing what you're Santina. doing. Also? You're fire. Yes. Also? Fire. Flames. If you are on Spotify. Respect the art. That's the name of this. It, that's the name of this episode, by the way. Respect, respect the art. That's the art. We, I like that. that. I like that. that. Respect the art. Bulls now, right. <laughs> um, if that's you right. haven't, if you have Spotify, please type in "Can't Focus uh, Song of the Week." 
playlist because we are doing a playlist for that. Yes, Ooh. and uh, I think we've acquired three really dope songs, and Ooh. this is a great addition to the, to make it a third song. Let's so here it. we go. With no further ado, uh, let me just make sure all the levels is correct. Here we go. It's called Freestyle by Santina. Everybody, thank you for rocking with us. Maybe I could have done without it. Maybe I held you for too long. Maybe I kissed you way too strong. Maybe I loved you so much that you wanted to let go. And see, I can't tell. Did you do the right thing for me when you Cause now I'm happier But I still think about your lips And I still think about your touch And I still think about everything That we said in love I still think about the way You lied right to my face Made me feel safe Could I not? 